Welcome to the story behind her success with Candy O'Terry, sponsored by Tech Help Boston. I am so intrigued with today's guest because her story has all the ingredients. It starts with an early loss and it moves to love and adventure and possibilities, surprise, lots of hard work, the coming together of ideas and talents, personal fulfillment, and ultimately success. And all of this has happened between Chicago, where she was born and raised, and lost her mother to ovarian cancer when she was only 19. And then on to Boston, where she attended college, and later settled down with her husband to raise a family. And to the place where he comes from, Italy. Italy became a place that captured her heart as well, and her imagination. And so one day a plan was hatched that would lead the family to Pienza, Tuscany where they found a run-down vineyard, a 14-bedroom inn that was once a monastery, and an abandoned olive grove. Wow. What did she and her husband and his family do with all of this? Well, that's the story you don't want to miss. Whitney Savignano, welcome to the show. Thank you, Candy. I'm happy to be here. Boy, does that sound like a cool life. <laughs> <laughs> It is a pretty great life, I've got to say. Let's go back. (laughs) I feel very lucky. Let's go back. I want to start with Italy. What is it about Italy, Tuscany that you love so much? I love almost everything about it. You know, (laughs) I love the people and the food and the landscape and the architecture. It's just a very, very warm, welcoming place. I feel very much at home there now. And I did right from the first time we started going. So I, I just, it's a very, very peaceful place for me. And I miss it right now because we're not able to be there this year. Tell me a little bit about the moment you and your husband and his family decided that you were going to do this. I have it in my mind that, you know, there you are having a glass of wine, sitting at the table together, <laughs> and you hatch this plan. I mean, tell me how that all happened. It's not that far from the truth. It was um, when our kids were little, uh, we used to go uh, to Italy every summer for about a month. And because my husband's whole family lives there. And so we would always kind of be moving around from place to place to see his mom in one place and his dad in another and his brother and sister. And so we started talking about, wouldn't it be great if we had a place where we could all just go together and people could come and go and we could see everybody. And then that kind of morphed into, well, wouldn't it be great if we could have that also be a business? At the time, Nick's brother had a restaurant in Rome and it was bigger than he wanted and life in Rome was chaotic and he wanted to move out of the city. Their mom is a well-known caterer in Rome and so she had so much knowledge about events. She was looking for places to bring clients for weddings. Um, So it kind of all (laughs) came together over dinner. And we started searching for a place that could possibly tick off all those boxes. So you go back to the States and a property is found in 2008. Describe it. Give me all the details. (laughs) Well, my husband, Nick, and his brother, Giuseppe, went and started looking around for properties. And after looking actually at quite a few they came to this one, which was in a great location between Pienza and Montepulciano. It was on a main road that's actually called Ostrada del Vino Nobile. So it's a wine road. And it was a beautiful, 
beautiful old structure. <laughs> it was being run as an agriturismo, which is like a bed and breakfast that uses all the products of the land around you. And so that's what we were looking for. But this particular one <laughs> was really not well taken care of. It was an older couple and they were getting divorced and their hearts weren't in it anymore. So the yard kind of looked like Sanford and Son. And <laughs> the front yard, there was a lot of rusted out farm equipment and laundry hanging everywhere. And it's this beautiful old building, but it had been restored, but with not a lot of care about the character of the original building. So there were a lot of just kind of like red, those they're traditional like red tile floors, but they're kind of slippery and not very nice. It just hadn't then lovingly restored. I was just about to say, it sounds like it was just in need of some TLC. So you guys come along, but also I read that it's got some history. It was a 13th century monastery. The original structure is from the 13th century. And when we bought the property and started doing the work, we, one of one whole exterior wall was kind of covered in this thick vines and um, we pulled them off because it was destroying the brick. And discovered this cool old plaque on the side of the the building that said Tenuta Santo Pietro. We had been, the former people had called it Poggio Santo Pietro. Tenuta and Poggio are both kind of the similar phrase for meaning on a hill. But we decided since we found that original plaque that that that's what we would call the place when it was all said and done. Say it for me again, because I love how it sounds. (laughs) Tenuta Santo Pietro. This is a huge undertaking, Whitney, and you are all obviously entrepreneurs. So tell me, how does the partnership work? Who does what? It works great. Well, I would say Nick's brother does does the bulk of it because he lives there with his family and they manage it. But when we were doing the renovations, we all took a part in it. I was working on the interior of the house and Nick and Pep really focused on the vineyards and the olive grove, getting that back in shape. Nick's mom was a huge help and his sister as well, just sourcing things, you know, an upholsterer to make upholstered headboards for the rooms and all kinds of things. One of the things that I really love about it is I had, after my mom died, I had a whole storage space full of furniture that I didn't know what to do with. And so when we did this project, I talked to my sister to make sure she was okay with it. So we sent over this container of stuff from the States that was my mom's. And then I also had added to it. So there are things there in the house now that that were in my mom's house in Chicago. And the first time my sister and her family came to visit, it was, it's a weird experience to see my mom's old coffee table now in the living room of this inn in Italy. (laughs) What a great way though. I love that. And I I kind of know your mom loves that too. I think that's pretty cool. (laughs) A new life for old things, right? Mm -hmm. Along the way, you make friends with the neighbors and you discover other wines. Talk about that. Yep. So the, as I said, the, the, there were um, vineyards planted there. Um, they just were not in great shape. And so we didn't know a lot about making wine. And so we started talking with our neighbors who <laughs> had been making wine for a long time. And they helped us kind of figure out the right enologist to use to help us with our wine. They share farming techniques and sources and resources. So in partnering with them, they helped us so much that once we kind of got everything up and going and started producing our own wine and importing that wine here, we wanted to offer our 
neighbors and relatives and friends there that same opportunity. So we started to bring some of their wines here to the States as well to sell because they didn't have any representation here. So it's been going really well in that way. My husband is, you know, able to speak fluently Italian and English without an accent. So he's great at kind of working the whole process from the farmers to our retail partners here. So PSP Imports is born. Give us an update. How many wines do you have? And <laughs> Well, I was just working on the website. We're redoing our website. So I can tell you, we have 167 wines at the moment. And they're mostly Italian, but we have a couple uh, U.S. wines. We have a couple Argentinian wines and some Spanish wines. So we've grown the portfolio and it's going well. This has been a challenging time, obviously, but during coronavirus, people have been drinking a lot of wine. So that has been okay for us. Please support our sponsors. They make this show possible. More than 30,000 families and businesses have trusted TechHelpBoston.com since the year 2000. Dave Elmazian, president of Tech Help Boston, with the reasons why. It's really about forging a relationship and having a trusting relationship because your technology is very personal to you. It used to be in the old days that things were private. When you're online, nothing is private anymore. And we want to make sure that that information is kept confidential and with somebody that you trust and you feel comfortable with. You can trust Tech Help Boston to keep your computer and systems running right. Call 781-484-1265 or visit techhelpboston.com. That's techhelpboston.com. It takes teamwork to put a weekly series like this together. I am so grateful to Jordan Rich and Ken Carberry for giving the story behind her success a home at Chart Productions. And to Dan Tebow, our editor from Fast Twitch Media. J.C. Valeris at Platinum Circle Media who handles our social media marketing, and so much more. Thank you all for making me look so good. You are also the marketing director, and you oversee the U.S. olive oil sales. So I know that when you found the property, it was beautiful olive groves, but they needed to be restored, and now you're running that part of the business. So tell us what that's like. Yep, it's great because it's a delicious olive oil that sells itself, honestly. And a lot of my customers are people who go and stay at the inn and have the oil when they're there and then they get back and they're so excited to be able to get products from here in the States. So we have our delicious olive oil, which is all those olives we stick to traditional methods. We use these, it's really cool, these hand rakes to take the olives off. And uh, when you harvest the olives, we harvest them and then take them down to the press and they're pressed that same day. So it's as fresh as it possibly could be. Extra virgin, I don't know if you know this, means it's just the first press of the olive. So it's like the most gentle press of the olive. With each successive pressing, the quality of the oil goes down a little bit. So we only have extra virgin olive oil and we now make truffle oil as well. There was a big call for that (laughs) among our customers. So we make truffle oil and we have balsamic vinegar which is not native to Tuscany, but we sourced again with a friend whose family is up in Modena. And so we private labeled their balsamic vinegar. So it's 
the perfect salad with our oil and vinegar. Wow. (laughs) You know, it's so interesting because as I hear you talk about this and I listen to the tone of your voice and you talk about the olive oil, you talk about the vines and the neighbors and the magic of this place that you've spent so much time creating, you sound so happy. What has this (laughs) brought to you and your family? Oh, it's been, I mean, it's an amazing experience. I'm a girl from from, from Illinois. Like, we, we didn't drink wine at dinner when I was a kid. I didn't travel that much. And so this has just been an amazing, amazing experience. And we've been fortunate enough to raise our kids. We all have dual citizenship. They understand Italian. They're not very good about speaking it, but I think they could do it in, if they had <laughs> They can to. get by, right? <laughs> <laughs> but just the fact that I, I live this life where we're between two places and there are amazing things about both places. I'm happy that we've raised our family here, but that we have the ability to also be with our family there. Again, this year, not as much, but in general, we've been very, very lucky to be able to go back and forth and experience different cultures. You lost your mother when you were only 19 years old to ovarian cancer. Can you talk a little bit about that time in your life and most especially how it changed you? Yep, that was, that was a tough time for sure. And my poor mom was only 46 years old when she died. I was a sophomore in college. My sister uh, was 23 and living in New York City, going to Parsons School of Design. And so you know, we lost our mom, we lost our home, my parents were divorced. So we moved to, well, I moved to New York City to live with my sister. And it changed my life in that I grew up really quickly and had to be an adult really, really fast. But it's also made me really appreciative for everything that I have. Being a mom is just everything to me and having my family and and my husband's family who have been so amazing to me for so many years. When I first started dating my husband, it wasn't that long after my mom had died. And um, they just welcomed me into their family in such a warm and caring way that it's just, it's been amazing. And so it's just losing your mom at a young age is something that, that changes you for your whole life. You know that, Candy. And I just feel very, very fortunate every day that I'm past 46, that uh, to me, that's a gift. And every day that I have with my kids and my husband, I'm grateful for. You know, it's pretty powerful when you've lost your mom. And yes, that's something that you and I share as teenagers. But when you become a mother yourself, it's pretty powerful. Can you tell me from where you sit right now, what is mother love? How would you describe that incredible bond? It's everything. It's fabulous, but it's also terrifying. <laughs> it's, it's that feeling of, God, I just don't want anything to happen to them. I don't want them to know the experience that I went through. So you do everything for them. Sometimes I probably do too much, <laughs> but they're the most important thing in my life, along with my husband and my sister and my nieces and nephews and extended family. But being a mother is pretty much everything for me. <laughs> Can you share with us what is the best piece of advice, Whitney, that you've ever received? Could you pass it along to our listeners? Well, I I think it's probably just to keep moving forward and to believe in myself. There are times when you feel pretty lonely without your mom. And so this notion, and my grandmother was actually a big part of our lives as well. And she would say, like, you just have to be strong and you just have to keep moving forward and believe in yourself and believe in what you're doing is right. And you will be okay if you're true to yourself. So 
it was a risk to go start living this life in Italy, but it felt like the right thing. And I feel like both my mom and my dad, who also passed away, even though neither of them got to know that part of my life, I think that they would be really happy about that. <laughs> if you could talk to your 19-year-old self, <laughs> what would you tell her? I would say travel as much as you can, although that sounds odd in this day and age of coronavirus, but travel. Don't be afraid to embarrass yourself or try something new and fail because the good part of it is the experience. And I tell my kids that all the time, actually, <laughs> that to go out and live your life and don't just watch life, but be a part of it. And there'll be sad days and there'll be happy days and you just have to stay on an even keel. But explore the world to me is, is one of the most important things I could tell myself or my kids. The name of the place is Tenuta Santo Pietro. First of all, tell our listeners how they can find out more about it. Maybe they want to come and be your guests. Oh, you're so nice, Candy. Uh, so we have a website. I'm also redoing that too. So bear with me. That is Tenuta Santo Pietro. And maybe, Candy, you could put that in the little blurb that you put on, of course your, I will. on your website. I'll be your um, promotions Tenuta person. Santo Pietro is, um, at that, you can see the inn. You can order olive oil and vinegar and our products. So that's the best way. Or you can see us on Facebook. It's also Tenuta Santo Pietro. And on Instagram, it's Tenuta Santo Pietro and Pienza Olive Oil, all one word. Can I ask you, if you can flash forward 10 years from now, what is your hope for this beautiful inn, these beautiful olive groves, and all this wine, perfect world, what would you love to see? Well, I would love for our kids and our grandchildren to still be involved somehow in some form of this business, whether it's at Tenuta Santo Pietro or whether it's as part of PSP Imports, the wine business. I don't want them to feel that they have to be part of it, but I think that there's part of them that will always want to be involved. I would like to spend a little more time in Italy and not just at our place, but traveling around. I just, I really love the country and the people. And I feel like we've spent so much time in Tuscany. I'd love to spend time learning about different regions. I love the Amalfi Coast. I know my husband would love to spend some time there. And I think just, again, being surrounded by family and friends, having my sister come visit as much as she can when she's an empty nester and that's the goal. <laughs> My final question. What matters to you most? What does success mean to you at this point in your life? I knew you were going to ask that. Um, <laughs> success to me means feeling like I have the opportunity to have a job that is fulfilling and makes me happy but that it also allows me flexibility to travel with my family, to go to Italy or other places, and that it allows me time to be involved in organizations that are close to my heart that I like to volunteer at. So it's kind of a balance and being able to see my friends and <laughs> enjoy our time together as well. So it's success to me means balance more than anything else. I want to say thank you so much, Whitney Savignano, for being our guest this week on The Story Behind Her Success. Thank you for sharing this incredible story with us. Thank you so much, Candy. Thanks for listening to The Story Behind Her Success with Candy O'Terry. This is a series with one goal in mind, to shine the spotlight on women doing great things with their lives. We hope these weekly stories will motivate and inspire you 
If you'd like to suggest someone for Candy to interview, she'd love to hear about it. Connect with her anytime on Facebook, Twitter, and her website, CandyOterry.com. That's C-A-N-D-Y-O-T-E-R-R-Y.com. You'll find all of these links in the show notes. What's your story?